0: Turn please, if you would, to Ephesians, the fifth chapter, and we're going to start a new series this evening, and I believe it's a follow-on, it's like on a train, it'd be like the next car behind pay attention, (laughs) and uh, you're believing with me, right? for utterance, for the anointing. I got some things in my heart, but you know it takes him to get them out, get them out right. So Ephesians, the fifth chapter, and we'll begin in the 18th verse. And be not drunk with wine wherein is excess, but be filled with the Spirit. Hallelujah. Everybody say be filled. Be filled with. with the, Spirit. the Spirit. That's the title of the series. Filled. With. The Spirit. Fill with the Spirit. Here he compares it to being drunk. With wine. Or we'd say drunk on alcohol because it's the alcohol in the wine that would make you drunk. And he, why would he use that example? Because there are similarities. I said because there are similarities. Are there? (laughs) Go to Acts, the second chapter. And let's just look at what we're talking about right now. Acts chapter 2 is the first example of people being baptized in the Holy Spirit. Acts chapter 2 and verse 1. It says, When the day of Pentecost was fully come, they were all with one accord in one place, and suddenly, <laughs> suddenly, there came a sound from heaven as a rushing mighty wind. I might say, you think they, they actually heard something? Absolutely. They heard something. And it was no little, you didn't, you didn't have to stop and say, did you hear anything? Everybody heard it. It sounded like a tornado in there. Mighty. That's not a little breeze. Rushing. Mighty. That's like a storm wind. And it, this wind and this sound, filled, everybody say filled, filled, filled all the house where they were sitting. And there appeared unto them cloven tongues like as of fire. Well, see, so you thought they actually saw something? Yeah, they did. Yeah. They saw it. Yeah. Fire. Like a flame. Flickering. Yeah. Yeah. Like a tongue. And it sat on each of them. Did you know the Holy Spirit can sit on you? Yeah. He can sit on you. Yeah. The Holy Spirit, you know, it, you keep seeing the word it referring to these manifestations, but it's incorrect to refer to the Holy Spirit as it. That's right. Jesus referred to the Holy Spirit with multiple times personal masculine pronoun he. Right. He, 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 he him. Yes. Why? Well, because you need to say that because people have wrong ideas. Right. And when they see things like this, fire and hear wind, it doesn't sound like a person to them. Right. But the Holy Spirit is God.
1: That's yes. Right. Yes, sir.
0: That's right. He's not limited no, he's not. or confined right. to a physical body. Jesus is the only one of the Godhead who got in a body. The Bible said the Father, when one saw him sitting on the throne, from his loins down, he was fire. From his loins up, fire. You hear people say dumb stuff. You know, what color is God? Is he? Is he white? Is he black? Is he Asian? Is he brown? Mm. He's fire-colored. He's fire. He's awesome. I said he's. Do you believe it? Any being that can create galaxies and stars, our sun. Is gigantic. It makes our planet. Look like about that big. Up beside it. It's just. The scope and size of this thing. Is beyond what we've even begun. To comprehend. And what about the one who made it. And he's your daddy.
1: Yes, sir. Amen. Amen. That's right. That's right. Amen. That's right. Wow.
0: Soon and very soon, yeah. we're going to find out more of that just how big he is and what he is. Because in just you know, a couple of hours, God time, we're going to all be out of here. Even if the Lord's tearing is coming, that'll be hundred years or whatever. Most of us will be out of here by then. Well where are you going to be? You will have seen him. You'll be able to go to the throne. And worship him. With the rest. With the angels. And the winged beings. Creatures. Brother Hagin. My father in the faith. Got caught up to heaven on an occasion. He said he saw those creatures. He said they're strange looking. (laughs) They got eyes. That go all the way around their head. They look in every direction at once. Have you read about them? They're in Revelation. They got four faces. There's some interesting things. he He said they're strange looking. But that's who our father is. And we're made in his likeness and image. And the Holy Spirit has been sent to the earth. And he came on the day of Pentecost. And he has not left. I said he has not left. The reason they couldn't receive him the day before. is Not because they hadn't prayed upright or wasn't holy enough. This was prophesied. That this would happen at this time. Since he has come, since Jesus has come, anybody can be born again. Amen. And since the Holy Spirit has come, anyone can be filled. Yeah. You don't have to wait on him. Yeah. He's here. Yes, he is. Can you say amen? amen? Verse 4, and they were all what? Yeah. They were what? Filled. Somebody say filled. Filled. Filled, He said with the Holy Ghost. The King James says ghost is an old English word. The word is spirit. They were all filled with the Holy Spirit. And began to speak with other tongues as the Spirit gave them utterance. Which was the first and you'll see the second and the third and the fourth and to this very day is the primary evidence of being filled with the Spirit. And sometimes when you say that, people say, well, no, don't the Bible say not everybody has the gift of tongues? Different thing entirely. No. This is for everybody. Being filled with the Holy Spirit and speaking with other tongues is for every believer, every child of God. Come on, sit out loud with me. Every child of God. It's for every child. of God. And if you say, well, I, I haven't, I don't, but you can. <laughs> you can. And if you'll hang around, you will. You can. It's just a matter of receiving and yielding. And I understand, I understand people that haven't had this experience. Because I myself went for years struggling with this, wanting to be filled, wanting to speak in other tongues, but didn't know how to yield, didn't understand. And I kept, you know, I I was adamant when I'd tell people, well, I tell you what, if you ever see me speak in tongues, it'll be the Holy Ghost. What am I saying? I'm not going to put on. I'm not going to make out like something I got, something I don't have. And I was sincere, but I was wrong. Because it's not the Holy Spirit who speaks in tongues. Look at it again. They were all filled. Who was filled? The Holy Spirit was filled. No? They were filled. With the Holy Spirit and begin. Who began? So you have to go back to that. They. They began to speak with other tongues as the Spirit gave them utterance. Who was filled? David. They were filled. Who spoke with tongues? David. They spoke with tongues. It's not that the Holy, the Holy Spirit don't need to get filled. Amen. You need to get filled. Right. Yes. So if you're ever going to speak with tongues, it's going to be you. Yes. Speaking with tongues. Yes. And the Lord does not make anybody do anything ever. If he would, he would make people get saved. Because that's the big thing. And if he's not going to make people get saved, then he's certainly not going to make people get filled or healed or anything else. You have to receive by faith. And you have to yield by faith. To yield means to act on the promptings. Of the Holy Spirit. Act. So if you're going to speak. Then you're going to have to speak. You can't be silent. You're going to have to speak. The fact that you're speaking. Is not the supernatural thing. The supernatural part. Is where the utterance. Is coming from. It's not coming from your head. Or from your mind. It's coming out of your spirit. By the Holy Spirit. Thank you Lord. Oh somebody say thank you Lord. Thank you Lord. Look at it verse 4 again. And they were all filled. How many was filled? Oh. The holy ones on the front row. No. Every, is everybody? That was there? Everybody. They were all filled. Why? Because this is for all believers. Amen. They were all filled with the Holy Spirit. And began to speak. With other tongues. Yes, as the Spirit gave them utterance. Yes. Yes. Keep going. There were dwelling at Jerusalem Jews. Devout men out of every nation under heaven. When this was noised abroad. The multitude came together. And were confounded. Because it every man heard them speak. In his own language. The Bible talks about. Speaking with the tongues of men. And and of angels. They were all amazed and they marveled and they said one to another, behold are not all these which speak Galileans? How hear we every man in our own tongue wherein we were born? Parthians, Medes, Elamites, dwellers in Mesopotamia and Judea, Cappadocia, Pontus, Asia, Phrygia, Pamphylia, Egypt, parts of Libyan, Cyrenians, strangers of Rome, Jews and proselytes, Cretes and Arabians. We do hear them speak in our tongues. Now, what were they saying in tongues? The wonderful works of God. The Lord is the same yesterday, today and forever. There are many times, if you heard the interpretation of someone talking in tongues, that's what it would be. Many times. It would be the wonderful works of God. If it was interpreted, it would be talking about how great God is, how good God is, how wonderful he is, what he's done, what he's doing, what he's going to do. Somebody say the wonderful works of God. They were all amazed and were in doubt saying one to another, what means this? Others mocking said, these men are full of new wine. Now why would they say that? Another way of saying it, they're drunk. Why would they say they're drunk? Just because they came filing down out of the upper room speaking different languages, you wouldn't look at them and go, drunk. Just because they're speaking a different language, you wouldn't say they're drunk. There must have been something else. Some other kinds of expressions that cause different ones to say, these guys are drunk. And why would he say in Ephesians, don't be drunk with wine, but be filled with the Spirit? Because being filled with the Spirit has similar characteristics to being drunk or high. <laughs> Am I making this up? Or? He said, Dear, these guys are drunk. Peter, standing up with the eleven, lifted up his voice and said to them, You men of Judea, and all you that dwell in Jerusalem, be this known to you and hearken to these words. These are not drunken as you suppose. They're not drunk like you think. <laughs> Seeing, it's the third hour of the day, it's nine in the morning. They ain't had time to get drunk. <laughs> we just got up and got out of here a couple hours ago and and really they would have understood that because you know they, if anybody would have been drinking it would have been wine probably and and the alcohol content you know wouldn't have been like hard stuff and so it'd take you a little while right. <laughs> <laughs> drinking to get uh, soused or whatever but he, he didn't say, No, 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 there's no reason why would you say that? They're not drunk like you think. But this is that which was spoken by the prophet Joel. It'll come to pass in the last day, he says God, I will pour out my spirit on all flesh. And your sons and your daughters will prophesy, your young men will see visions, your old men will dream dreams. He said this is fulfillment of that prophecy and all this goes together with being filled. I said with being filled, all this goes, there's a lot more to being filled than speaking with tongues. Speaking with tongues is the entry. It's the doorway into all of this. We need mind renewal right. about what it means to be filled with the spirit. Right. These terms have been bannered around too loosely. Right. A spirit-filled church, spirit-filled people, spirit-filled ministry. what about so says, oh they're spirit-filled you even hear some strange stuff like, well, what happened to so-and-so did you hear about the pastor of that church man he... Uh, he stole the building fund and ran off with the piano player, you know, and, and he's spirit filled. Not that day. Not that day he wasn't, and not a number of days prior to that. Because when you're full of the spirit, that's not what you do. That's right. That's, right. That's, that's being full of the flesh. That's right. <laughs> no what does it mean to be filled with the spirit Let's, let's lay aside religious preconceptions no it's not just somebody spoke in tongues 20 years ago now go back with me to Ephesians please he said, verse 18, chapter 5, be not drunk with wine wherein is excess, but be filled with the Spirit. Young's literal translation says, be not drunk with wine in which is dissoluteness. The complete Jewish Bible said, it makes you lose control. The Holman says, talking about being drunk with wine, it leads to reckless action. And the NIV, the reader's version says, don't fill yourself up with wine. Getting drunk will lead to wild living. Instead, 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 instead of what? In so many places, all people have told is don't get drunk and don't get high. (laughs) Bad, don't do it. Bad, don't do it. So if they did it again, bad, quit, don't do it. But why is it so popular to get drunk or to get high? (laughs) Got people looking at me so sober. It's like. (laughs) A lot of people in here have been at some point, somewhere, sometime, drunk and are high. (laughs) If you hadn't, praise God. (laughs) That's good. But the thing is, (laughs) people are told, don't do it. Period. That's it. But you still got that desire Mm -hmm. for something. (laughs) Uh (laughs) Why do people want to get drunk? Don't be afraid. (laughs) There's there's several reasons. Why do people want to get high? They want to enjoy themselves. They want to experience excitement right. and exhilaration. Right. Yeah. Mm-hmm. They want to escape right. the mundane right. and the drudgery. Right. Yeah. That's it. Yeah. Yeah. They want to take a trip yeah. <laughs> and never leave the farm. <laughs> and, and this may be something that shocks you. That's not all bad. The issue is how you do it. There's a way to do it to get what you're looking for. That buzz, that that looseness, that free from inhibitions, that fun. 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 (laughs) That's not all bad. You and I were made for more. We were made for. That's why it's in us. Deep calls to deep. Something in us wants something else. We want Beside just getting up and going to work, washing clothes and sweeping the floor, and it's just drudgery and dreary. And, and then when you add problems on top of that, that's why people come into the bar and go, I need a drink. I need it. Make it a double. Well, what are Christians to do when they feel like they need a drink? They need to take one. They need to take one. Just not go to alcohol. Don't reach for the drug. Put it up again. Ephesians 5.18. Be not drunk with wine. He didn't just stop. But what? there's something you can do instead of get drunk and high he said don't get drunk with wine excess is the King James and really a better word is what these others talked about the Greek for that word excess literally means unsavedness 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 It'll make you act like you're unsaved. Right. And uh, riot is uncontrolled. You get drunk enough, you lose control. True. That's true. To who? Wow. Yeah. If you ain't at the wheel, who is? I well, said, so that scares me. It should jar you. This is how people die. This is how people do stupid stuff. That messes up their life. And it's not just alcohol. It's drugs too. It's not just illegal drugs. Prescription drugs. Anything. That messes with your awareness. That alters your thinking. And your mind. And your feelings. You cannot afford. If you feel like you need to use it for a little bit because of some physical help, okay. But don't settle to use that and stay altered. Believe God. And get to where you don't have to have that. Because most folks are barely functional with full cognitive ability. You take part of it away. <laughs> you can't afford To be addled and altered. (laughs) So don't be drunk with alcohol, which leads to being uncontrolled. But there's something you can do instead. Life, space, everything abhors a vacuum. What do you mean? You remember Jesus talking about the man that got delivered? Yeah. But then later, right. it was many times worse than what it was yeah. because when the enemy came back, found it's cleaned up, but empty. Right. Yeah. Empty. Right. Yeah. One of the biggest ways to keep bad things out is to be full That's right. of the good. That's right. Hallelujah. One of the best ways to be free from thinking about I want to get drunk, I want to get drunk, I want to get high. Be full of the Spirit. Right. That's right. When you get the real thing, right. you don't want that lousy substitute anymore. Right. This is the real thing. This is what all these other things are trying to duplicate. Right. And instead of duplicating it, it winds up hurting you damages you, inside and out. Not the way to go. How many agree? Mm-hmm. Right. Getting drunk, staying drunk, getting high, staying high, terrible idea. So true. That's right. That's right. It's going to hurt you. Yes. How much it hurts you depends on how much you do it, how long you do it. Right. There's a lot of folks not with us today so true. that should still be with us. Right. Because they kept yielding to it, kept yeah. yielding to it. Yeah. And the more you yield to it, it gets a grip on you. Right. That's your body can crave it. Yeah. That's right. But it, nothing's too big for the Lord. That's right. Amen. I don't care if you've been using hard drugs for 20 years. God can clear up your cells. That's right. He, right. he can touch your body so that yeah. they don't scream for it. Yes, right. He can do it. Man yeah. can't do it. No, he can do it. Yeah. Yeah. I said he can do it. Yeah. You might have been drinking a lot for a long time. And the same thing, if that's the case, your body, every poor cell of your being will cry out for that alcohol. But God's bigger than that. He can touch you. He can fill you up with the real spirit. You don't need spirits when you got the spirit. Don't need it.
1: Don't need it. Don't want it.
0: I'm getting drunk all I want to. Which is none. I'm getting high all I want to. I don't want to get high. Except on him. And there's no limit. To how high. You can get on him. Most people do not. Experience this. But it's available to every believer. And we at Faith Life Church. Are going to come up. Oh, yeah. In being filled with the spirit. Yeah. Hallelujah. Yeah. And we're going to come up from the mundane. Amen. And the dreariness. Yeah. And the drudgery. Hallelujah. Hallelujah. And don't be surprised in the course of time. If your neighbors and your co-workers our yeah. family members that you don't see very often. They come by and they go. What are you on? What, what are you taking, man? Give me some. You go, you want some? You can have all you want. <laughs> oh, somebody say hallelujah. 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 Now something else I want you to notice about this passage in Ephesians 5. Be not drunk with wine, verse 18, wherein is dissoluteness, losing control, debauchery. But be filled with the Spirit. The complete Jewish Bible says it like this. He said, don't get drunk on wine, it makes you lose control. Instead, keep on being filled with the Spirit. Somebody say, keep on being filled. The Amplified says do not get drunk with wine for that is debauchery but ever be filled and stimulated with the Holy Spirit. Stimulants legal (laughs) stimulants (laughs) keep on being filled be ever filled. Do you hear the language here? This is because that's what the Greek word here means. It's not get filled, that's it. One scholar brought it out like this. Be being filled. That's right. that's what, amen. what does that mean? These people, at least some of them, had been filled long ago. He's telling people who had been filled to be filled. Yeah. Right. That's right. Yeah. That's right. I said he's telling people who had been filled right. Right. to be filled, and not just be filled one more time. Right. But what? Be ever. be ever, ever be filled. Keep on being filled. Somebody said that loud. Keep on being filled. Keep on being filled. Being filled. Oh. Go back to Acts 19, you'll see what I'm talking about. What book is this we're reading out of? I'm talking about the specific book here Ephesians, right? Okay, Ephesians. Acts 19, verse 1 it came to pass that while Apollos was at Corinth, Paul, having passed through the upper coast, came to where? Where? Ephesus. Ephesus. And finding certain disciples, he said to them, Have you received the Holy Spirit since you believed? Since. said, Well, don't you get the Holy Spirit when you believe? He's talking about something else. And you'll hear people that sometimes get irritated and they say, Well, I'm born again, I have the Spirit. Yes, you do. But you still need this. The difference is the spirit within, in the new birth, and the spirit upon. Hallelujah. The spirit within, in the new birth, for life and fruit, but then there's an endowment of the spirit upon for service. You will receive power after that the Holy Spirit comes on you, not in you, upon you. And you'll be witnesses. Amen. Don't tell people that are born again, they don't have the Spirit. They know they do. He's in them. I said He's in them. And if they've really been born again, they know He's in them. And they've had experiences with Him. But they need to go on further. I said they need to go on further. And people that have talked in tongues need to go on further. And people that have talked in tongues and prophesied need to go on further. People that have had amazing experiences in the Holy Spirit need to go on further. We don't need to get filled. And that's it. We need to ever be being filled we need to get filled again and again and again he said "Uh, have you received the Holy Spirit since you believed if the Holy Spirit in you when you believe is all there is he wouldn't have asked that question he'd have said you got the Holy Spirit when you got born again right yeah okay that's it no have you received something concerning the Holy Spirit since? In the new birth, you receive Jesus. And the Holy Spirit baptizes you or puts you into the body of Christ. Jesus is the baptizer in the Holy Spirit. They said to him, We've not so much as heard whether there be any Holy Spirit. Keep going. He said to them, Under what then were you baptized? He had to back up a little bit. You never even heard about the Holy Spirit? They said, No. Well, how are you baptized? John's baptism. Well, John's baptism was a baptism to repentance. Then said, Paul, John verily baptized with the baptism of repentance, saying unto the people that they should believe on him which should come after him, that is on Christ Jesus. When they heard this, they were baptized in the name of the Lord Jesus. Let's just stop right there. Are they saved? Are they born again? They believed on him? They've been baptized in water in Jesus' name? Are they saved? But he didn't stop there. Verse 6, and when Paul had laid his hands on them. The Holy Spirit came on them. And what happened? And what happened? They spoke with tongues. And they prophesied. Speaking with tongues. Is utterance in a tongue you don't know. Now the word unknown. Was added by the translators in the New Testament. But really. It's, that's not completely accurate. Somebody knows it. God knows it. It's unknown to the speaker. But we just got through reading in Acts 2. Those guys heard them and understood it. Right. Right? So it wasn't unknown to them. So it's unknown to the speaker. Inspired utterance in a tongue or language that's unknown to the speaker. But prophecy is also inspired utterance, it's the same spirit, it's the same flow. But instead of it being utterance in a tongue you don't know. Or a language you don't know. It's utterance in the language you do know. Inspired utterance in a known tongue or language. They spoke with tongues. And prophesied. So there were at least a small group of people. That had already been filled with the Spirit. In Ephesus. From Ephesus. And he's telling them. Of course, you know, if you've been filled like this, what are you going to do with the rest of the bunch that comes in later? You're going to tell them about it. Is that right? Right. We have every reason to believe that the church at Ephesus is a tongue-talking church. (laughs) In fact, all the churches are that way. These are people that spoke in tongues. And yet, in Ephesians 5.18, he writes to (laughs) tongue-talkers and tells them, don't be drunk on the wine now. So maybe that was an issue there. But what? Be fi- We were filled with the Spirit. Don't argue with the Holy Spirit. Just because you spoke in tongues years ago. Does not mean you are full of the Spirit today. Doesn't mean the Holy Spirit left you. He didn't leave you. But. It's up to us how much we yield to him and how much we give place to him. And you can be an eighth full, you can be a quarter full, you can be half full, you can be three quarters full, you can be full and running over right. and experience hallelujah times and then you can go and not be filled for another three years and be as dry as can be. You're still saved. God still loves you. The Holy Spirit's still there. But it feels like he's not. Because you're not yielding to him. The spirit filled is a life. It's a way of life. Hallelujah. It involves speaking with tongues. It involves prophesying. It involves singing and songs, and hymns and spiritual songs, yes. singing and making melody in your heart. Yes, it gets over into things like visions yes. and revelations. Yes. did we read that, the, yes, the prophecy of, of Joel? Right. This is what every child of God is hungry for. Yes. Yes. Experiencing the reality of God yes. in the Spirit. all yes. oh, but the flesh, the flesh... Will hold you out if you'll let it. It's too easy to be intellectual and, and lazy and, and fleshy. Right, right. It's too easy to be negative and talk down and not sing psalms and praise and not speak in tongues. And, and if you never pray in the Spirit and you never sing praise and worship and if you never prophesy and you don't feed on your word and you go to church once in every three months. You won't be filled with the Spirit. No, Amen. That's right. You're saved. Right. Didn't say the Holy Spirit left you. He'll never leave you nor forsake you. Right. But you're going day in, day out. Not being filled. That's
1: correct. That's
0: right. It's God's plan. It's God's will. That we be filled. And then be filled again. And then be filled again. And then get filled again. And then get filled again. And it's not that we're waiting on him. To just decide to come on us. And do something special. We're supposed to be filled. And refilled. On a regular basis. It has to do with us. Yielding. Oh somebody say yielding. 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 Tell me again what yielding means. To act. On the promptings. And urgings of the Holy Spirit. Go to 1 Corinthians if you would. The 14th chapter. Well we got a little ways to go on this. But if you don't start. You never get there. If You don't start where you are. You stay where you are. But if you start where you are. You can come up higher. You can move on. I believe we've already made some progress. This is not for a handful of preachers. This is not just for apostles and prophets. This is for every. Somebody say, every. Every child of God. Every believer is supposed to be filled, being filled, refilled. With what? Not with alcohol. Not with drugs. Not with opioids. Not with marijuana. With what? With the Spirit. The sp- is the Spirit as real as alcohol? Oh, that was weak. <laughs> it's kind of like somebody asked a, a group of university students years ago did they think God understood radar? Some of them said they didn't know for sure. Well, <laughs> I don't think you need explaining that. Uh, is the Holy Spirit, is He as real? As alcohol? Yes. Is he as real as drugs? Yes. Is his effect an influence on you? Yeah. Could it be just as real? Yes. 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 And more. Why did they say these guys are drunk? They must have been a little too happy. <laughs> is that what, is there coming, coming out of the upper room? Yes. They must have been a little too loud. a little too loud eh? they must have looked a little off balance why would you look at somebody and go these guys are drunk and Peter said no not like you think but this is that which was spoken by the prophet Joel hallelujah I'll pour out my spirit on special ones On all flesh. That's one of the greatest things about the new covenant. Under the Old Testament. Only a very few people. Ever experienced the Holy Spirit coming on them. Now none of them had the Holy Spirit residing in them. They weren't born again. But the Spirit of God would come on them. And anoint them. To be a psalmist. To be a king to be a deliverer like Samson and give them strength or give them grace and then the anointing would lift or the anointing would come back just an an endowment of power upon well do you think they could experience something that we don't get to experience under the new covenant if that's the case their covenant in some ways is better than ours but no we got the better covenant And one of the biggest things that makes it better is not just a few special people get to experience the anointing upon all flesh. All flesh. All flesh. Every believer. Every believer can be filled to overflowing and experience joy and utterance. Hallelujah. There's nothing like the thrill. Of being filled. Nothing. 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 Nothing compares. Nothing. Nothing. No high. No drunk. No possession. No experience. Nothing comes close. All this other stuff. Are people trying to fill that hole. And then, like so many times, people have just been told, no, you're not supposed to want that. And yet you still do. Don't try to fill it with that. Fill it with him. Somebody say, I can fill it with him. I can get as drunk as I want to. I can get as high as I want to. In the Holy Spirit. You can't. Glory to God. I've been so high in him. Yes. Now you know when you stand up here and lie to you. I hadn't been like that every day. Sometimes I've gone too long in between experiencing that. And that's not his fault. That's mine. Too occupied with natural stuff. I've been, I remember one of the first times I got drunk in the spirit to the degree I'm talking about. I learned some of these things from Brother Hagin and watching him and uh, actually the head of the church uh, appeared to him and told him some things about this. I think eventually we'll get into that. Outstanding things. That it's his will for us to be filled with the Spirit. Under this new covenant, it's how it's supposed to be. Brother Hagin said the head of the church told him that. And uh, so, in the scripture, in verse 18, Ephesians 5:18, don't be drunk with wine, be filled with the Spirit. The next verse, verse 19, gives you insight into how. Speaking. Yes. Everybody say speaking. Speaking, speaking. speaking. This is how you drink. Good. Lord Lord, God. Speaking to yourself. Now. This, is, this word to yourself means to your own self. Colossians has a similar passage, but it's not saying, it's talking about to others. So there's multiple directions this can go, but here it's talking about speaking to yourself. This is not you in a crowd, this is you by yourself. Speaking to yourselves in psalms and hymns and spiritual songs. He's not talking about reading something out of a hymnal. Spiritual, not natural. Singing and making melody in your heart. Verse 20. Giving thanks always for all things to God in the Father in the name of the Lord Jesus Christ. I remember one, one day I began to really get on this. This is many years ago, decades ago. And I thought this is it kept coming to me, this is real. This is real. I'd I'd felt the touch of the Holy Spirit, I'd experienced his presence, but drunk like this? Uh Uh-uh. No. You know, when you come across something that you haven't experienced, you got a choice. You either try to explain it away and water down the word to match your lack of experience. Or you humble yourself. And you say, it's there. Why don't I have it? Lord, lift me up. Help me to get my experience up to your word.
1: Amen. Right, right, right.
0: And that's what I was praying to him. And I saw this speaking to yourselves in psalms and hymns, spiritual songs. So I began to do that. And it was dry, but I kept doing it. Speaking is like drinking, naturally. If you drink something that don't have much alcohol, it'd take a long time,, to get drunk if you ever did. But if you're drinking something that's got a lot of alcohol,, it won't take too long. It won't take too much. Well, inspiration is by degrees. If you don't have much inspiration in what you're doing, it'd take a long time. If you ever did. But if there's a lot of inspiration in what you're doing, it won't take too long. Well, because of my inexperience, it took me basically all day and half the night. But I got there. I say, what are you talking about? Well, I don't mean You know, I was doing a few other things, but. I just kept it going in my heart all the time. Well, he said, speaking psalms and hymns and spiritual songs, singing and making melody in my heart to the Lord. I know one of the little songs just came up in me just then. It was, I will be glad in the Lord. I will be glad in the Lord. I will be glad in the Lord. Some people are mad. Some people are sad. But I will be glad in the Lord. (laughs) That's a little something that came up in my heart. And I kept singing it and I kept singing it. And by the end of the day, I came in that evening. And I noticed when I walked in my room, I fell against the wall. Like that. And I thought it was funny. And I just stayed there and laughed for ten minutes. Why would you do that? And then I sang it again. Some people are sad. Some people i mad, but I... Somebody says, oh, I don't believe in all that. Well, you're just ignorant of some things. you just never been there. I hadn't been there before, but it's real. I said, it's real. And then I just kept going, and I got to the bed. I was by myself in that particular place that night. I fell by the bed. I didn't make it in the bed. <laughs> And I thought that was really funny.
1: <laughs>
0: and I laid there by myself and laughed. I must have laughed for 30 minutes. Just laughed and laughed and laughed wow. and laughed. And, and I realized, I'm drunk. <laughs> I'm drunk. And it was great. It's great. Yeah. Amen. And there's no hangover. Amen. <laughs> There's no downside, there's no negative. And you begin to get things from the Lord. You begin to see things and hear things. I'm not talking about voices and visions, but just inside you. Amen. Took me a while. Did you hear that first part? It took me a while? No, not because I was waiting on God. It's because I hadn't been practicing this. This is something we should be practicing on a regular basis. And if you do, it won't take you so long. It won't be so hard. And I'm not talking about trying to go around and act a fool. I'm talking about something that's real. Something that's real. Why did they say, these folks are drunk? Why would they say that? Why does he say, well, don't be drunk with wine, but. But. Be filled with the Spirit. In 1st Corinthians 14 did I mention going there? Yes. Hallelujah. <laughs> Come on, sing it out loud. I will be glad in the Lord. I will be glad in the Lord. Yes, I will. Some people are sad. Some people are mad. But I will be glad in the Lord. See, the great thing about something like that, you can sing that a long time. You can just keep going and going and going. You can sing new verses. Don't have to rhyme. Doesn't have to rhyme. Pitch doesn't have to be good. You're speaking to yourself yes. yeah, in Psalms, and but see that what what you're doing <laughs> is uh, what you're doing. <laughs> oh, y'all quit it! Is spiritual activity. This is not mental. You're singing out of your spirit. You're singing out of your spirit. So your spirit is being active. Not your body. Not your mind. Not your emotions. Your spirit. Well the more you yield to the spirit. There's somebody else inside you. The Holy Spirit. And he'll begin to put some of his presence on it. And that has an effect on you some ways like alcohol or like a drug on the body, but all good,
1: all good
0: good. because what, you know what it is? It is pure life, you know, just breathing pure oxygen. We'll do something for you. We're talking about pure life. The spirit of life. Is in you. We're not talking about just life. Like it's in this natural realm. Eternal life. The life of God. you talking about potent stuff. you talking about the good stuff. The good stuff. This is. The good stuff. Amen. <laughs> 1 Corinthians 14, verse 1, follow after love and desire spiritual. Now gifts is not in the text, spirituals, spirituals referring to things of and pertaining to the Holy Spirit, the Holy Spirit's things, but rather that you may prophesy. He that speaks in an unknown tongue speaks not unto men but unto God. For no man understands him. How in spirit he speaks mysteries. Everybody say in the spirit. In the in spirit. spirit. But he that prophesies speaks unto men to edification and exhortation and comfort. He that speaks in a tongue. See the word unknowns in italics it's added. In a tongue does what? Does what? Edify. Edify. Builds himself up. One writer said it's like charging a battery. Builds you up. But he that prophesies. Builds up. Charges up the church. I would that you all speak with tongues. How many can speak with tongues? All All of you. But rather that you prophesy. Greater is he that prophesies. Than he that speaks with tongues. Except he interpret that the church. May receive edifying. Now skip on down. To verse 14. Verse 14. For if I pray in a tongue. My spirit prays. But my understanding is unfruitful. When you're speaking in a tongue. Who's speaking? Not the Holy Spirit. It's your spirit the Holy Spirit in you will give you utterance. But it's your spirit speaking. That's why if you don't speak, you won't speak. If you're waiting on him to speak or make you speak, not going to happen. I know it very well. I did it for years. I missed it on this. Finally, one day, by faith, I spoke. And I thought, no, that can't be it. can't be that easy. The thought is, you could have been doing this three or four years ago. Which was the truth. If I pray in a tongue. Unknown to me. My spirit prays. But my understanding. Is untruthful. What is it then? Come on verse 15. Are you there? What is it then? When the Holy Spirit makes me. No. I. I. Will pray with the spirit. And I. Will pray with the understanding also. I will sing. With the spirit. And I will sing. With the understanding. Also. Could you say right now. I'm going to get down here. And pray. With my understanding. Could you initiate that right now. Could you do it. Paul said he did the same thing. Speaking in the spirit. Could you say, I'm going to sing a song right now with your understanding. Could you start it? Would you have to wait for God to move you or make you? No. No. Paul said, I do the same thing, singing in the spirit. Everybody stand up on your feet. Say it out loud. I I will pray with the spirit. I I will pray pray with the understanding. I will sing sing with the spirit. And I I will sing sing. with with the understanding also. Hallelujah. Praise God, praise God, praise God. If you've never been filled with the Spirit and speaking in other tongues, and you'd like for us to pray for you, I want you to raise your hand right now, wherever you might be. You've never been filled, never spoken in tongues like this, come down right now. Come right on down. Don't be embarrassed. Don't be ashamed. Come right on down. Hallelujah. Hallelujah. If you've not been filled with the Spirit, or, or you, you received and spoke in tongues a long time ago, but it's been a long time since you spoke in tongues. You need to be down here too. You spoke in tongues years ago, but you hadn't really been, you hadn't been speaking, hadn't been filled a long time. Come on, come on, come on. And there in Sarasota, same thing. Hallelujah. Oh, hallelujah. Everybody in the congregation just begin to praise Him. Just begin to sing unto Him. Speak in the Spirit. Sing in the Spirit. Oh, thank you, Father. Thank you, Father. Thank you. It's real simple. If you're a believer and you don't speak in tongues, you ought to be down here right now. Real simple. Get right on down here. Or if it's been a long time since you spoke. Same thing there in Sarasota. Hallelujah. Glory to God. Oh, thank you, Father. Thank you, Father. Thank you, Father. Thank you, Father. Hallelujah. Now, Jesus said, if a father, if a father's son asked him for bread would he give him a stone if he asked him for a fish would he give him a snake no he said if you ask him for the Holy Spirit he'll give you the Holy Spirit that's what Jesus said now I've prayed for many people like this and never fails he always comes and comes on I'm going to lead you in a prayer I'm going to pray over you the Holy Spirit's going to come on you somebody you think so no I know so. He does what he says. You can count on him. He'll come on you. Now, when he does, it'll be up to you whether you speak or not. He won't make you speak. And you want to, by faith, begin to speak. You have to use your mouth, you have to use your tongue, your vocal cords, just like you're speaking normally. Only the difference is you're not speaking a language you know, you're not thinking anything, you're not saying anything you, you thought up in your mind. By faith, you're just trying to express your love for him. And if you'll yield, and if you'll speak, easy, easy, easy. Saints, am I telling the truth? Easy. utterance. you'll just speak. And the more you speak, the better it is. The bolder you are, and the freer you are, the better it is. Better it is. It's faith. Everybody reach your hands out toward these. Oh, hallelujah. Hallelujah. Everybody down here prayed this prayer out loud, and there in Sarasota, you're saying the same thing? Say it out loud, Father God. Father God,
1: I believe in you. I believe
0: in you. I believe in your
1: Son Jesus.
0: I believe in your Son Jesus. And I confess him. I confess him. Lord, of my life, Lord of my life. And I thank you, and I thank you. for your saving spirit. You. And I ask you fill me come on me with your Holy Spirit and give me utterance in a new tongue I receive I believe I receive and by faith I will speak now everybody speak out don't be silent speak O oh, vrai manzi, ore male cose sere, male donne non sa fare, moglie so sopra pietro, moglie cosa selo, cosa selo, cosa selo, cosa se Ma male pone, male pone, male pone, vai. Oh, hallelujah! Hallelujah! <laughs> Most of you are doing great. A couple of you are a little bit slow, but that's all right. Big thing is don't stop. Some people are a little shy when they're around other people. What you need to do is go home. lay cross your bed by yourself. Speak in tongues for an hour, and the more you do, the freer you'll get. Better it'll be. This is the entry into all the rest. You learn how to yield here; you'll keep yielding in other areas. What Paul say? I will pray with the Spirit, just like I pray with understanding. I will sing with the Spirit. So we're gonna do it again right now. We're gonna speak by the Spirit. Come on, everybody! Oh! Leva lamplome non son de vallace. Man de beso soco. Oh, it's good. Oh, Maleco say so Come on, don't be silent. Speak out by faith. Speak by faith. Oh, Maneco kose Maneco kose Maneco kose they call say. Oh, hallelujah. This is a good night in the Lord. Hallelujah. Now, Saints, the big thing, don't stop. He heard you. You have received. It's just a matter of yielding. Yielding. More you yield, better off you'll be. Praise God.
1: This ministry has been brought to you today